Hey, an interesting question from one of my viewers on YouTube about microtasking. So the question is about the time we spend for understanding what needs to be done, to doing the research, to learning about the task, to understand the requirements, uh, to get into the project, to find out what the project is doing right now, to understand the architecture, the design, the technical solution. So who's going to pay for that? So if you join the project and uh, there is a micro task in front of you, which is really small, like one hour of work, and it has a fixed budget, a micro budget, then uh, you're supposed to get the fixed amount of money for the results you deliver. But you cannot deliver the results immediately because you need to understand what the project is about. You need to learn the, uh, the code around your task. So it may take time. So you're going to feel a lot of stress if you need to all the time remember that this is the amount of work you're supposed to deliver and you cannot go outside of the borders of the task. You have to stay within the borders and that's how you're going to get paid. And that's why that's what the user is saying. The full-time employment and traditional payment by the hour, by the week, by the month is more uh, convenient for programmers because we will not be stressed. We will be quite relaxed. We will know that uh, no matter what happens with the results we deliver, we're still going to get the money by the end of the week because we will, we were, you know, working like honest work. And here's my answer. It's a reasonable concern of a bad programmer. Not the bad programmer in the way you don't know how to write Java code, but from a person who doesn't know how to manage his or her personal time, doesn't understand time management or scope management. When the task comes to you, the micro task, it has a specification, it has a description of what needs to be done. And then you realize that in order to do this job, to do this work, to do this task, you need to have some knowledge from the project, about the project, about the environment around this task. And then you start getting that knowledge. That's where you make the mistake. You should not start fetching that knowledge without an explicit instruction for that. When you look at the task, everything that you need for the task has to be inside the description of the task. If it's not enough, you should not take a liberty of going somewhere and getting that knowledge without an explicit confirmation from your manager that you are allowed to spend that time, to spend that resource, because you are the resource, you the programmer, are a valuable resource for the project. And every minute of your time means money for us, for, for the project sponsor, for the budget. So you're not allowed to spend that valuable time, that valuable money without the permission from the management. How do you get that permission? Of course, you cannot go around the office and ask the manager about, uh, are you allowed to read this question on Stack Overflow? Are you allowed to uh, spend a few more minutes to understand how that class works and how this uh, design was done? Of course not. You do it in a disciplined way. How you do it? You create new tasks. You create new tickets. This is a task in front of you. You don't understand how to complete it. You need extra knowledge. So you go to your ticket system and create another ticket and say, I don't have enough information to complete that task. I don't understand how design works. I don't understand the architecture. I don't know where the knowledge is. We don't have enough documentation in the project. By creating that task, you allocating extra resources from the project. You are informing your management that you need more money, you or somebody else, we need more money, more time to understand what needs to be done in order to complete the task which is in front of you. If you don't do that and you just go around yourself trying to understand what needs to be done and finding knowledge, you are stealing money from the project. You are taking our money, taking our time without our permission. So how good programmer you are in this case? Not at all. 
So if you cannot stay within the micro task and complete it within the budget, and if the budget is not enough, if the time is not enough, then you can go outside of the borders in a structured way, in a proper way, through additional tasks, which will be visible to the management. And the management will make the decision whether that knowledge is really necessary for you or maybe not. Maybe it's your personal failure. Maybe it's we need to just replace you and put somebody else because the questions you ask are not uh, professional enough. And we obviously understand what's going on, that you just don't know the technology and the questions are so primitive and so on and so on. There are many situations could happen, but we, the management, have to see why you need extra resources why you need extra time, why you need to spend more than the budget of the microtask. So when people are saying that, you know, microtasks are not enough for us because we need so many other activities around microtasks, which we still need to do, like learning, training, talking, communicating, meetings, I'm just answering them that you're just bad programmers. You're not professional enough to manage time professionally. So grow up. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Stay tuned. Bye-bye.